from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 29th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Each week, the CDC puts out a new map showing COVID transmission in Ohio, and the new one shows 49 of Ohio's 88 counties now listed in red or orange for high transmission rates where masks are recommended for indoor public spaces. Nearly every county from I-70 and to the south is in the high category, as are more than a dozen counties in the northern half of the state. Just nine are green for low transmission. They're all in the northern half of the state. Hospitalizations remain steady, though. The state health department says there are 1,173 people hospitalized with COVID, although not all of them are necessarily there because of the virus. That number is just three more than a week ago and 39 more than two weeks ago. 54 deaths have been reported in Ohio from COVID over the past week, but that number was topping 150 per day in Ohio back in January and February. The CDC says there are nearly 5,000 monkeypox cases in the U.S., including 20 in Ohio, Among the latest are two cases in Toledo. With final passage of the CHIPS Act in Washington yesterday, Intel is set to receive a boost in funding for efforts such as its planned computer chip-making operation in New Albany, just northeast of Columbus. Owen and Jolanda Harris reports. We asked Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted what passage of this bill means. There are no promises beyond phase one right now, but we've always been told by Intel all along that if the CHIP Act passes, that would give them the capital to be able to build out further beyond just phase one. We fully expect them to do that, although there's been no announcement on that at this point. Intel says the site in Licking County can accommodate eight plants. Right now, they're only planning two. Intel says this project will add 3,000 new jobs in central Ohio as part of its $20 billion investment. I'm Yolanda Harris. Legislation to help veterans failed to move forward in the U.S. Senate yesterday with Ohio Republican Rob Portman among those voting down the measure, even though he previously said Congress had a duty to support it. ONN's Clay Gordon has more with comedian and activist John Stewart, who has been pushing for passage. Some advocates are sharing their outrage after the Senate blocked a bill that would have expanded health care and disability benefits for millions of veterans. This is an embarrassment to the Senate, to the country, to the founders, and all that they profess to hold dear. The bill needed 60 votes to advance, but only got 55. It estimated 3.5 million service members were exposed to toxic burn pits over in Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm Clay Gordon. Police and federal officials have made an arrest in the murder three years ago of Tim Miola, a businessman in northeast Ohio. Police in Painesville and U.S. Marshals apprehended the suspect yesterday. He's currently only being described as a male from Lake County. Miola, a popular caterer and owner of a deli in Ashtabula, was found dead inside his home in Painesville on September 7, 2019, after he failed to show up for work. A cause of death was never officially released, but the case was investigated as a homicide. His stolen car was found three days later in Euclid. In southeast Ohio, the hiker who fell to his death in Hocking County this week has been identified. ONN's Daniel Barnett has more. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources reported that 35-year-old Jorge Hernandez de Vila is believed to have been walking in the Cantwell Cliffs area of Hawking Hills State Park on Wednesday when he fell near a waterfall. A camper allegedly found the victim at the bottom of the rock face shortly thereafter. ODNR officers pronounced him dead at the scene. Cantwell Cliffs is located 17 miles north of Old Man's Cave. 
An investigation into the death is ongoing. State Parks Officer Ryan Swigert has some advice for hikers. Making sure staying on trail, that's step one. Uh, Coming up with a good travel plan as well. Letting your family and friends know where you're going. Uh, how long you expect to be gone, and where you expect to go as well. A similar incident happened back in May when a 45-year-old man from Lima died after falling from the Conkles Hollow Overlook. That's also in Hocking County. The Teachers Union for Columbus City Schools, the state's largest district, could file a 10-day notice of intent to strike next week if members reject an offer. Here's ONN's Tino Ramos. The teachers union president said that they were able to negotiate eight different proposals, but yesterday the district told them they're finished and presented their final offer, an offer that they say provides above state average salary increases, new leave benefits, and has more opportunities for teachers to grow professionally. The teachers union has been asking for better classroom conditions like air conditioning in all the buildings, among other items, and they told us if the district isn't ready to move forward, they won't hesitate to walk out. I'm Tino Ramos. Indiana's Republican-dominated Senate rejected a push by conservative lawmakers last night to strip exceptions for rape and incest victims in a proposal that would ban most abortions in that state. More on that from ONN's Tracy Townsend. The Senate voted 28-18 against the amendment following a debate that was delayed for five hours as GOP senators met privately amid days of public division that included intense objections to those exceptions from anti-abortion activists. The Indiana proposal followed the political firestorm over a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio who traveled to Indiana to end her pregnancy. I'm Tracy Townsend. Ohio Task Force One, the state's urban search and rescue team, has deployed to eastern Kentucky to help flood victims. Jim O'Connor is the leader. Our mission is to be self-sufficient for the first 72 hours. We don't want to put additional demands on the resources we're coming to assist. So we will have all our equipment and supplies we need to take care of ourselves down there. 16 members and five vehicles were deployed. As of this afternoon, at least 16 deaths had been reported in Kentucky. Former Ohio State and NFL defensive back William White has died at the age of 56 following a battle with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. He was diagnosed in 2016. White played 11 years in the NFL for Detroit, Kansas City, and Atlanta. The Ohio State Fair rolled into its third day today. Alicia Schultz is the marketing and public relations director. She says the rides, games, and entertainment are back, yet the fair also continues with its agricultural roots. We have one of the largest youth livestock shows in the nation, and people work on their projects so hard all year long. So to be those exhibitors here with their sheep, their cattle, their rabbits, and their non-livestock projects like cooking and 4-H Health and Safety Day, it's just phenomenal to see the hard work come to fruition. The fair runs through Sunday, August 7th. The Dayton Air Show is Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 6 each day. The Navy Blue Angels are the headliner with shows both days, as well as the Army Golden Knights parachute team. Several Air Force F-15 and F-16 demonstrations are on the schedule as well. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.